we have this thing where Christmas morning, ah, you know, and like all day it's Christmas and Christmas and Christmas. Welcome, everyone, and pull up a seat at the table. It is lunchtime in Rome. Tonight's episode is 224 and entitled Happy and Not-So-Happy Holidays. What is, for you, the best and worst part of Christmas slash the holidays? Here at the table, we rejoice with those who rejoice, and we mourn with those who mourn. So let us know, and we will celebrate the best parts and come alongside you for the bad ones. So... Pull up a seat at the table and join us. First time listeners, you can subscribe on your favorite podcast app or watch us live or later at youtube.com forward slash lunchtime in Rome. Visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com. And while there, you can take our relational needs questionnaire. Make sure to follow us on all social media, and it would be great if you gave us a five star review. What's this podcast about, Jay? Being alone is the worst. Good times aren't as good, and bad times are worse when you're all alone. Romans 12, 15 says to rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn. Well, that is how you keep people from being alone, and what this podcast is all about. We demonstrate that in the first 15 or 20 minutes of the podcast, we talk about it for the rest. So while it may not be 12, 15 in Rome, we're treating it like it is uh, lunchtime, lunchtime in, in Rome. Rome. That was underwhelming. It was. Not but you oh, know what? We have a lot was of it, class it was here. I was going to say, was it even welming? I was mm. whelmed. We do have class Thoroughly. here tonight. We do. A different class. Sure. We have Amy Raymond yep. with us again. Hello. And Speaking Lex. <laughs> which is funny. I don't want to say Lex her. You're Alexis her. Mm. Or you're Lex. Yeah. Hmm. Well, she's with us as well. Her. Mm -hmm. She is. <laughs> she is indeed. How is everybody? We should... I don't know. Uh, Eric is with us. He's on tech tonight. Yeah. Um, and we want to thank everybody for their thoughts, prayers, contributions. He's given a thumbs up uh, for a really traumatic week it is the only way you can really put it because the news was traumatic. The loss is traumatic. Mm -hmm. Having to go through everything is traumatic. Then having to do everything is yeah. traumatic. Yep. And then having to revisit it for an entire weekend of viewings and funeral yeah. is traumatic. And then you wake up and all the work starts over. Yep. So we will have a grief episode in a few months, probably. Uh, I, I asked him, time. Yeah, I asked him at one point, um, I think the day after, two days after, how you doing? He's like, you know, we talked about it and he was like, it's a lot of doing. You oh, know? And, and that's, that, that's Lex, you, you mentioned it. It's, it's, it's tough in these times where you, you want to. Right. I have said it is a very unfair twist of, of the way world, the world works that mm -hmm. in the moment that you need most to kind of fall apart and be, mm -hmm. you are tasked with, and not just like doing like grocery shopping, like doing big, yes. important, mm -hmm. consequential things. That's yeah. just not, you should not be doing that in that kind of headspace. Right. You yeah. um, Lex, but you've, you had a pretty successful uh, event happen within the past two. I mean, you, you're not on every week, but right. you know, you you could talk about that. Yeah, yeah. I um, got to go on my first business trip last week. Like a big girl. Yes. Did you go to Washington, <laughs> PA, and get a hotel? <laughs> <laughs> it's far, you know. <laughs> no, a little, little closer little to home. <laughs> um, Hartford, Connecticut. Nice. Yeah, nice. yeah. Um, I got to go out there. I'm. Um, so I'm a manager for uh, our documentation team with CVS. 
Um, but I work on a stretch project where we lead leaders through an eight-month program. And this was our first full year doing it. Um, so we wanted to do like a retrospective meeting where we got together, figure out what we did right, what we did. It was like a uh, start, stop, continue um, type meeting um, so we could figure out what we wanted to do better for next year. Um, and it was great. We were really only together for about a day and a half. Um, but it was a fantastic trip. Very you got to, you I like got that to meet, start, stop, continue. I like yeah. that a lot. You got to meet some people that you've been working with. It's, it's right. That, that's usually a cool thing. Maybe not all the time, but <laughs> that could depend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. A We're very all cool thinking thing of a time me. when it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was a very cool thing for me. Um, yeah, we we have all been working. We're all in different states, the four of us. Um, but we got to come together. Physical states, not states of mind, yes. or or yes. yeah. maybe yeah. both. Yeah. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know their state of mind. I don't. No, but it was. It was a fantastic day and a half to hang out, um, eat together. Um, we did our work dinners together and, um, yeah, just really work and collaborate. But you were saying, you said something interesting that I, I thought was pretty accurate is it's, it, it wasn't enough time because, mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're, you're getting there and then all of a sudden you, you do some things and then all of a sudden you're leaving where it's like, if I had a little bit more time, we could actually work on the things we're talking about, not right. just talk about the things, you know? Yeah. We, we planned and figured out what needed to be done. And then it was like, Oh, well now I have to go back to my regular job and still do the things that need to be done, which we're getting, they're getting there, they're getting done, but um, it, it would be great to have one more day. Yeah. So. I mean, I'm glad you didn't. I just, yeah. I, <laughs> the burden that it put on oh. me for you to go away. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> no, I, I've been I've been out of town like three times in the for a week at a time in the past quarter, so yeah. I have no My right turn. to say that. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's I'm sure that it'll be interesting to watch how your work relationships with those folks change now that you've been together mm -hmm. and how the work product will be will benefit from oh, working together. So And how's Amy? Amy's good. Amy is uh, Amy's a little chilly. I'm warming up, though. My, the feeling is coming back in my feet. I've been standing outside for the last two hours um, working with um, some really wonderful people providing food um, to neighbors in need. So that felt really good. Um, last time I was here, I was just getting ready for the Red Shoe Ball. That happened. It's over. It was successful. Was um, it? I mean, yeah. you're happy with it? Uh, yeah, in in like the most important ways, I think. There's some um, things you're going to start and stop. And yeah, some I, I really like that because I, I have often referred to, um, we do SWOT analysis, but it's yeah. strength. But I'm always like, don't just identify a weakness. That's silly. It, everything is an opportunity to improve. Even if it's something that wasn't great, it should be an opportunity to get better, not mm -hmm. just like that was not good. Um, so that happened. We're already looking at venues for uh, next year already, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, work's going really well. Kids are good. We were in New York and New Jersey. Um, Sorry to hear that. That's okay. It was, it was <laughs> fine. Um, Abby had a soccer tournament in New Jersey. So we um, decided uh, that we were going to go out there. We were going to take an extra day. And then Ozzy, our elf, decided to surprise the girls with a trip to New York City. So we spent all day Friday bumming around New York City and mm. then went over to New Jersey for, um, for the tournament. Third or second day got rained out, which was no bueno. So we drove home in rain. And mm. did you do Rockefeller Center? Um, what did you guys do in New York City? It, we had kind of no agenda this time around, which oh. was kind of neat because we'd been once before around Christmas time. And so this time we just saw a couple landmarky things. Um, Abby, we did a lot of. Um, these are really loose. A lot of super sleuthing to find a restaurant that we had visited two years ago. And small place, New York, you probably found it. 
We did, <laughs> but it did. We didn't find it easily, like you might think. We found it um, by looking at our pictures and the timestamps on the pictures and where we were mm. and like backtracking. Oh, that's was, so much fun, though. It actually really. And then Abby got really smart. Abby's like, "Wait a second. She's like, I ordered a burger and it came on a plate with a paper like liner, and I'm pretty sure that the logo from the place. She's like, "Hold on, let me look at my picture." And she zoomed in and she's like, "Does that logo? I mean, it was like something out of a movie. It was really oh, fun." Wow. So, and she said, I really want to go back and find it because I want Alyssa to try it. Mm-hmm. So, okay, fine. So, Aww. we t- went to that place, um, just bumped around a bunch of shopping. It did just start to rain, so we kind of stayed in some stores longer just to avoid the rain. And then um, hit back on the train and drove to New Jersey to the hotel we needed to be in for the tournament. And so, you did the train across yeah. the... We stayed in Secaucus and took the train in. It was like a, a very, um, well, like a 10-minute train ride or something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, gotcha. it was it was easy. It was, was chill. I was wondering if you did the uh, the George Washington Bridge. That's become my my new thing going back and forth to uh, to Long Island as I, I go out through the east side of Pennsylvania and then like through the Poconos and then through Jersey and, and Jersey over into New York. It's the Wa- George Washington Bridge. It's a meat grinder. It's just like... <laughs> you think cars so, coming from every you angle. think like the like the port the Fort Pitt tunnels here are bad like times 20 there i mean it, there's like the lead up to it there's all these trucks and cars broken down and if one breaks down like it's it's a freaking meat grinder <laughs> so i was just interested if uh, wondering no if we did it. not drive we gotcha did, yeah it's probably smart yeah well we we weren't going to be there long enough to make it worthwhile to park to pay for like 50 60 dollars for mm three or four hours of parking. So right. we, st- we drove up Thursday after work, stayed in Secaucus, mm-hmm. and then drove to the train station, got on the train, got into the city, did the reverse. Pretty easy. Nice. Pretty fun. Yeah. You know, I've, I had my midlife crisis when I looked at the garbage can in our kitchen, and I said, I think it's been broken for like five years. It's mm-hmm. been really gross and uncleanable for 10. <clears throat> and I was like, so is that it? Am I, am I just going to die in this house someday and this same garbage this is, can yeah, this is, is just going to be here? And so yeah. I threw caution to the wind and I went to Big Lots and I and they actually had what I... That's Big Lots' motto in my world is we have everything you didn't come in for, but not what you came in for. But they did it and I bought a new garbage can. So when I say that, I say that to say... Yeah, where are we going with the garbage Somebody <laughs> says anything about New York... I think I'm contractually obligated to go, you know, I've never been to New York because I've never been to New York City. Any of the boroughs, oh. not a bit of it. Mm-hmm. And as you were talking, I'm like, I think I'm okay. Yeah. Like if I never <laughs> go, I think I'm okay. I, you're not wrong. Well, I don't know. It, it, I'm not against it. I'm happy you went. Abby has been, this is this was Abby's fourth trip. The girl's oh, 14. She's so she's much more cultured than I Right. Well, I no, but here's the funny thing. And this is going to sound so like, privileged or I, I don't mean for it to, but I was looking for, I, you know, day trip itineraries in New York City and things to do with the holidays and all this. I was looking at them like, we've done that. We've done that. We've wow. There. We've done that. Because we went in December of 19. Yeah. December of 19, we went and we crammed in like everything you could. Because I don't know that we, I don't know that we said intentionally, like, we won't be back doing this, but I think it was more just. We just did a bunch of stuff. So we did Bryant Park and we did Rockefeller Center and we did um, the Empire State Building and all of these things. And then for Abby's 13th birthday, that's what she wanted was a trip to New York City with just my husband and myself. And so we did a bunch of different things that we wouldn't have done with Alyssa and we wouldn't have done in the wintertime. So when it came time to, I was like, we've already done all these mm-hmm. things. But but there was something kind of neat, especially for Abby to remember. She's like, ooh, 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 if we go down this way, I think that's where this is. Or, oh, if we go... 
So that was kind and of she fun. got to be the big that sister. She did. Yeah. Yes, she did. So my world's different. Um, <laughs> because you got a new garbage can? Well, well hey, being <laughs> I mean, in that Hills, can elevate one's life. Oh, being in Penn Hills, we yeah, just got we, big news. the whole community. It was a big week. Big week I did see Penn blue Hills. cans with yeah. a VH on them. They are yeah. the best thing in the world. Are they? <laughs> now, did you put your upset. old garbage can in the new garbage can to dispose of it? How does that work? How does one throw away a garbage can? Lex looked it That's up. That's a huge question. It is. Lots of chatter on the I'm book sure. of faces. The book of faces. <laughs> yes. Well, what's the answer? You can throw them away. Yeah, you, you can put them out. Yeah, you have to. you have to like write a note. And say, please. I did this. once have them take one. It was just old and like mm-hmm. it still had garbage in it. And I think they just decided for me. Get him to Big Lots. And get exactly. him a new one. There was a Big Lots gift card in your mailbox the next day. But my new thing is dancing with deer. I have begun this or continued this dance with the deer in our uh, or the disc golf course at the church. Hmm. It started with the one that threatened me. Are that they was aware like a of 12, the dance? Oh, very, the <laughs> one especially. Um, He's got eyes for you. And that was during rutting season. And so I get it. And that's why I gave him his space and everything else. And then like last week or so, I had to go down the certain way. And there was about this six to eight point. Might have been the same one I saw today. And he was just like walking. Like he knew the way I had to go. And like. <laughs> My brother will hunt there, and he sprays the spray all over you so it doesn't smell bad, like they can't smell you. I'm like, Tommy, it doesn't matter. Like, they don't care. I don't know why you think this is hard. Like, I could have tackled him if I had to. So he, I finally just went another way, and I really think he like looked at me like, yeah, yeah. you went the other way. Yeah. <laughs> Look what I made you do. So yesterday I'm working Dumb on human. some new teas. So all I have is a shovel, and I'm just flattening out the area. And I get up there, and there's, again, six to eight point, might have been the same one from last week. And he's about 30 feet away. Well, I'm not, you know, it's not running season, so he's probably not going to attack me, but he should at least be cognizant mm-hmm. of me. And so I have a video of it where I just start yelling at him. What were you yelling? Just, ah, <laughs> ah, go away, go away, scat, ah. And then it ends with me going, good talk. <laughs> All right, I'll leave. So I grab. I'm going to go another way. Was, Again, there were some roots in the ground, and I have my loppers. So I guess it's I told a lie. I had a shovel and some loppers. So I cut a section of root. It was about this thick, t- two inches thick, and I threw it at him just to get him to run away, so I could work in peace and not have to watch my back from a rabid deer. And I actually hit him on his hindquarter, and he ran away <laughs> like 30, 40 feet. So I'm digging away, leveling out the ground, and everything else. Well, doesn't he just come back? And now he's looking at me. He's like sizing. Maybe he thought it was a bad game of fetch. <laughs> well, he didn't bring it back. Oh. And so I was just Hence like. the bad game of fetch. It's like, all right, pal. Yeah. <laughs> like, you've won this day. Because now he's not standing <laughs> sideways anymore. He's looking right at me like yeah. throwing roots. You see what kind of roots I got on top of my head? Yeah. And so I left. Hmm. But I'm excited about, I took Brian. Brian was very nice and got to see the new holes that I built to get us to 18. Mm. It was the most Oh, this is me. And with you, Brian. I got you. Hi, you're Brian. I'm here. Do we need to do introductions around the table again? Amy, Brian, Lex, Jay, Eric on tech. Got it. It was the most humid day in December history. (laughs) When you said it's humid out, I was like, yeah, like I was literally sweating. Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Wearing t-shirt, jeans, and dripping sweat. Sunday. Sunday. Saturday. I was there. Saturday after the funeral. Yep. You I was don't there even on know Saturday. your own name. So how do you know what day the weekend was? <laughs> I was definitely Bring there on Saturday. <laughs> I, Brian, was definitely there with you on Saturday. Yes. And it was very humid. Um, yeah, good story. I didn't see any deer. No. You told me all about your adventures. I did. Yeah. Maybe, we, the, maybe the deer saw your video with the um, spotter and lantern flies. And maybe now oh, the deer thinks you're like oh. a communer. 
Communer. Uh, but if you watch that, Fincher. he would just think I'm yeah. crazy. <laughs> I'll have oh, you know there's no... The fact th- that you were yelling at him was not an indicator no, at all. No, no, there no. are no lantern flies anymore, though, so how about that? Maybe I work. Do you think, well, they'll, be back? Do you think they'll be back next year? How about that? Yes. How about that? You do? Though that. I've been looking for all the... Like how you're supposed to look for their eggs yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I haven't seen any. Hmm. Anything new? Uh, <laughs> I found myself thinking this this evening what kind of a parent I am. Uh, I had to run to Aldi. <laughs> and um, to, we were doing tacos or, you know, nachos or whatever. And I, I, I ran up to Aldi to get some um, sour cream and some, some lettuce. And Abby had a friend over after school. You know, Abby's 12 and four foot nothing. And, and she had a friend over to, you know, two 12, 13-year-old girls. And, and uh, so they're not big or imposing is what I'm saying, right? You didn't want to throw a root at them. I didn't want to throw. I, I wouldn't throw a root at even that. But I was I was about to go, and Abby's like, "Can we go to the? We have a we have a cemetery um, in the entrance to our our plan, right? It's Mount Hope Cemetery." Mm-hmm. And Abby was like, "Can can we go up to the cemetery?" She'd already asked Lex. Lex said no because it was because <laughs> it was dark. Try try. They wanted to walk up. You're little to do what. To visit the grave of an EMT that Nick Theophilus. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, um, Abby's friend Becca, her dad worked uh, served in the same fire department um, EMT places as Nick. Sure. So she, I guess, uh, this is the closest she's come to Mount Hope Cemetery. Wanted to go see her, so Lex would not let them walk up. I was like, "Oh, I'm going to Aldi. I can drop you off at the graveyard, uh, and then when I go to Aldi, I'll be back." But Abby, if I do that, you better make sure you take a knife. And so, <laughs> so I, we we went through with it. I dropped my girl. I dropped these girls off. My my daughter and her friend at the Mount Hope Cemetery, with Abby have has her little dagger knife, and uh, came back and thank God they were still there and alive. And as I'm driving into the cemetery, it, it was like. You know, in retrospect, this could be really bad. <laughs> in retrospect, I understand why Lex said no. <laughs> <laughs> and I did tell my daughter to take a knife, which is good for me. Like, it's fun, but like, I put her in a real world situation where she had a knife on her. And sh- these two girls got into a situation where one of the groundskeepers, if, mind you, they're in the middle of a dark cemetery. This groundskeeper, uh, I, and I saw him, younger guy, probably in his late 20s. Joe was asking her was asking them like what's going on like what are you doing up here and the girls like didn't like his tone (laughs) and kind of got defensive and and, like he comes right like he initially comes running over and abby's like yeah and i had my i had my dagger pulled out her knife out it was was unsheathed i I had it i had it down (laughs) on my at my side so i mean score, score points for her for being prepared but maybe to, maybe maybe take some points off of me as a father. Listen to how the conversation went because it was so funny listening to how indignant <laughs> the girls sounded about how how this adult was asking them questions. So first of all, he's like, "Hey, how are you doing? And they're like, what? What'd you say? And he's like, I said, hi, how are you doing? A normal course of conversation. Right, right. And they're like, oh, we're good. He's like, what are you guys doing? They're like, oh, we're looking for our friend. <laughs> oh. oh. He's like, oh, okay. Um, 
is your friend lost you or playing, is your friend you walking? playing hide and seek? Yeah, like these questions, like, and they're not helping themselves out at right. all. Help me help you. And kid. they're like, no. And he's like, well, did did they, you know, are you meeting your friend here? And they're like, no. And like, are you playing a game? It's and they're killing like, me. The whole story is killing <laughs> me. Everything and about this. Abby's, Every friend, Abby's friend goes, he's dead. <laughs> and like, I can just imagine this poor man, like, well, first of all, okay, middle schoolers, thank you. But I was like, okay, girls, this is why you need to help people out with some context. <laughs> because, well, they will be great if ever they're deposed. Because when you're deposed, you answer only the question, like, are, right. are you playing a game? No. Right. But in this situation, perhaps you want to say, we're not playing a game. We're right. simply trying well, to find the Well, she pulled over by the police. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. Oh, do you my. know how fast you were going? No. I feel like you do, though. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're going to tell me. <laughs> And that just reminds me of all the good times we've had and bad times we've had at holidays. Yeah, that's a heck of a segue there. <laughs> wow. Um, and at actually, one time we had Christmas Eve at Mount Hope Cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> I did actually, play football in there once. Did you? Mm -hmm. oh, like, not near, not the, near the, no. the gravestones. <laughs> no, I'm not a glutton um, for that kind of punishment. We do want to thank Mary Lynn and Ashley for sitting at the head of the table, right? Um, and we invite others to join them. What does that even mean? It means that they go to lunchtimeinroom.com and they sign up to our Substack and become a paid contributor to the, or a paying, I should say, contributor to the podcast. So there is room for everybody here at the table. But I do have a question. Eric, did anybody else send in their Spotify raps? Breaking 90 said something in, right? Breaking 90 said something in, Breaking right? 90 is another funny story. Uh, did he? I don't know. He might have. Well, it's going to be between Breaking 90 and who's the other one? Patton. 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 So Breaking well, 90 I set mine in. sits at the table every week with us from Nebraska. And for those of you who are in the know, tomorrow night, I believe, Nebraska is playing the University of Pittsburgh in the women's final four for volleyball. In Tampa. In Tampa, yes. Mm. And so he asked if I wanted to make a friendly wager. Huh? And I said, no. I said, rather, why don't we just both root for the team that wins? I said, you know, rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn. One of us will be doing either. Well, very potty of you. <laughs> Besides, I kind of feel like Nebraska's going to win anyhow, so I didn't really want to make a bet about mm -hmm. it. And he goes, well, whatever. He goes, whether I won or lost, I was going to contribute it to the podcast. Oh. To the, actually, no. He said, to the table. Mm. And I said, well, then, I bet $100 of Chris's money. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good bet. Glad you took that. So we thank you for sitting with us at the table each and every week. And if you don't, or if you haven't, go back to episode 223 and listen to A Better Way. And it's a way to communicate your, when someone has hurt you, and you are the one communicating it to them, the better way to do that. Uh, I, I I never re-listen to our podcasts, and I re-listen to the teaching part of that one. Mm -hmm. The other that Saturday or Friday, Rachel said to me, "She goes, why were there weird peppers in my lunch? Because I make her lunch every day, and I had leftovers, uh, little sweet peppers from the Thanksgiving charcuterie board. So I chopped them up and put because sometimes I'll put green peppers in, sometimes I won't. She didn't start that with honey." 
Thank I you am for so <laughs> thank you. I, uh, you make my lunch and dinner. Like you make so much food for me all the time, consistently. Shouldn't start like that. I said. She Rachel, started with a hug. I said. And Ra- then yeah. she said. All, yeah. And then she said all that. Okay. I, I, now we know her. I actually said to her, knowing that she hasn't even listened to the podcast, but I think I did, I did run this the idea and the and the method of communicating, Pastor. I said, honey, did you mean to say, honey? I value you as my husband, and I thank you so much for all the work that you do so that I have a consistent, normal lunch. But somehow, yesterday, when I had my lunch, I found it to be a little disturbing (laughs) that there was a different pepper in there, and I don't want anything to come between us. Can you help me understand why you put those peppers in there? She's like, they were weird. I was like, (laughs) And also, no, I didn't mean to say any of that. But she is a stickler on Thanksgiving, my lovely wife is. She's very much a traditionalist. But on Christmas, she's a little more loosey-goosey. She uh, doesn't have as many standards or, shall I say, (laughs) cute intricacies. (laughs) But um, what's funny is I said to her the, the topic for tonight, that we want to rejoice with those who rejoice on the good things of Christmas slash the holidays and mourn that. And she goes, oh, you mean like what the ladies did last year? And she said, when you guys had your Christmas podcast last year, mm. that it was about the good and the bad of the podcast oh. or of Christmas. I don't remember it being good and bad of Christmas. I just remember it being more like, Christmas. what does, yeah, like what mm. is Christmas like for you all? And I said, right. Well, we're doing it again and very pointedly the good and the bad. And so, uh, in our trusty, dusty outline, I said we were going to go over ours first, but I, some people cared to comment, and so I think we should do that first. I uh, agree. I want to go with the most uh, <laughs> controversial one. Stevie, uh, who goes to our church and we love dearly as our poster child for, you think Rachel doesn't want you to hug her. Oh, Stevie does not want you to hug Stevie her. Stevie doesn't want you to look at her most times or... But here's what I appreciate about Stevie. She will tell you. Like yes. There's times she'll say, I need a hug. Mm. Uh, well, then you give her a hug. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, she pulls her hoodie over her head and pulls the drawstring tight, and you right. know not to hug her. Right. She said, communion during Christmas Eve service. That is a negative for her. She said, I feel, th- I feel like it's lame to celebrate his birthday and then immediately take communion. She goes, I get it. It's a symbolic thing, and it's not literally his body, according to most. Mm. But she said, we celebrate his birth, and then we eat his body. It just seems a little wrong. I appreciate that with her. I don't, I'm not saying I I've agree. never thought about I've it. I've never thought of it. Yeah. But it's, I can see her point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's almost a, can't we just stop and sit in this mm-hmm. instead of, but, but then, and then she does, you know, move on to say, you know, I understand that some people, this might be the only time that they come to church to have communion. So, but but I, I very much appreciate that. Can we just stop and like celebrate she, this? Like she says, I just can't help but feel like it's taking away from the beautiful moment mm-hmm. of him being born and then thrusting him immediately onto the cross. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I'll simply I'll simply join her in the fact that it bothers her. Right. And so, therefore, it's going to always bother. You right. know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. mm-hmm. you're like, well, just get over it. Or like, because no. I mean, I remember one year, I... My Christmas message was centered around his death, mm-hmm. and that year on his 
on Easter, I talked about his birth because one doesn't matter without the other. So that must have just driven her <laughs> insane. <laughs> so, but it doesn't matter what we think. It's like, oh, that's one of those things that bothers you. Mm-hmm. Oh, we could add in, oh no, that's Easter. I always get Easter and Christmas confused. I just remember a three hour like Easter cantata that I went to, mm. and that would be a bad part of Christmas, but. That's not. It's Easter. Well, it would be inappropriate. Christmas. What's like our candlelight Christmas Eve service? I'm always like, is that the one we dress in black? And you guys are like, no, that's Good Friday, you idiot pastor. <laughs> Read a Bible, would you? I, I think one of the things that's increasingly, at least in my, in my mental, in, in my mind, is the idea that Christmas should be transactional and mm-hmm. with, with like giving and... Um, oh. Like bet your bubby it is. <laughs> like, shouldn't we make this? A, if you want to give gifts, that's beautiful. I mean, and it, and it is part of the expectation. Obviously, we live in a very consumer-driven uh, society here in, in the United States, and it's kind of been you know driven into us that Christmas morning you wake up and you open presents, and I love that. But when it becomes a situation, and this, this has happened to me recently. Um, if if I don't reciprocate in mm-hmm. kind in the way that somebody feels they should be getting their own presence, then I've done something wrong. Um, we were actually kind of talking about tonight with Christmas cards, where <laughs> you, boy, you're hitting you're hitting <laughs> all of the big t- the big ticket items. <laughs> well, with the Christmas cards, it's like we slowly over the years the Christmas cards have have stopped. Yeah. Uh, like I, one of my favorite things is to to tape them to the back of my front door. Right, and my parents did it, and I love it, and so we've we've like I've kept that tradition alive. Uh, we've kept that tradition you're alive. Fur- you're getting shorter and shorter down the door. We're now. getting shorter yeah. and shorter. Yeah, there's, <laughs> not, there's not as many, but like my my, my thought was, am I, are we not getting? There's there's a lot of reasons for it, but I I feel like one reason is we never did Christmas cards, and it's like. Um, we're not are are you insulted because like, are we getting mm-hmm. less because that person's insulted? We never sent them a Christmas card. I think it's a different age. You know, Lex was talking about you know a generation ago, like the Christmas cards were a thing and there were degrees of it. Like, oh, we got a Christmas card. Oh, we got a Christmas card with a picture. Oh, we got a Christmas card with uh, with picture and a letter. A letter. But my but my point is like to to bring this all around is the transactional aspect of it. Like, if I want to give you gifts. I, I want to give you gifts, mm-hmm. and 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 then what do you want for Christmas? Give me your Christmas list. Give me your mm-hmm. Christmas list. I, so, do you want yeah. to get me gifts? Get me gifts. Get me gifts out of the, something in your heart. Look at me throughout the year. If we're that close in a relationship, look at me throughout the year. Your your own observations of me will tell me what what you'll will tell you what you want to get me. If you want to get me a gift, and then if you get me gifts. Don't necessarily expect me to get them back for you. I probably will because I love you, but you know, like, so that's my rant. The transactional nature is the a transactional bad nature. Yes, I would agree with you. Uh, we had somebody else, uh, Don Pinner. Mm-hmm. The nostalgia it always has been, even more so this year, having lost her mom. The traditions and memories are so meaningful. But they always conjure a longing for the moments and people that helped create them. And that is, that's like the quintessential answer. Because that is the best part of Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's also the most challenging part of Christmas. Yeah, it's the, the push and pull of the, the I, what, what's that, um, it's a Garth Brooks song. But you have to, if the price of loss of is Friends in low or, places? No, but you do. You, you think about all the traditions. And I read the remark about somebody saying that 
thinking being with your family is amazing, but then being with your family is hard because you recognize who's not there. And mm. you, you know, you can't help but look around the table at whose seat mm. is maybe empty. And I don't, it's, yeah. No, because that's what Heidi said. The yeah, best part being with family and the worst part. But I didn't read the second part when she said it's, you know, you realize who's not there. Mm-hmm. Because for a lot of people, the worst, the best part is being with family. And the worst part is being with family well, because of who's there. Sometimes. Well, yeah, there's some of that too. <laughs> and that's, but that, I think one of the worst parts of Christmas, and we'll get to the good parts, I guess, maybe, is the, what Brian kind of alluded to, which is the pressure. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. But in, in this context, the pressure being, I'm with family. I should be happy. Mm-hmm. All these are, but then even maybe if you throw mm-hmm. in, and they're not always going to be here and whatever else, but you feel mm-hmm. pressure. And mm-hmm. it's like, no. And that's why I think it's so important that we do what we do here at the table. Because, yeah, you should appreciate that your family's still alive, but it can still suck that you're with them. And. It's like we we talked about the last time I was here. Two things can be true at once. Ah, so it true. Is, it is, I am very grateful for my family, not but, and I am very frustrated with this aspect of them. Or mm-hmm. I am very grateful for this time together, and I feel stressed that I have five extra people staying in my house and I don't have room for them. Or or even if you have room, you I put pressure on myself to have it be a certain way. When the reality is my sister is happy as a clam to sleep on the floor. She doesn't care. She just wants to be in the moment, be with us, be where we are. She and you're all Martha-ing it away. Correct. Or attempting to. I Before you uh, invited me this evening, I was having a conversation with my boss and I we were talking about the holidays and the pressure and whatnot. And I said... That is one of the reasons that I, for years and years and years, have said I don't like Christmas. Mm. And then you say that, and you might as well tell people you don't like Target or <laughs> tacos or whatever. And you're just like a you should cemeteries, be, right? You're shunned. Well, you're shunned. But the reality is, it's not that I don't like Christmas because I don't like Christmas. It's I don't like Christmas because, because of, of the, the pressure, pressure of the expectation. And that's one of the things I wrote on my list. It's the comparison is the thief of joy, and never more so mm. for me mm-hmm. personally than Christmas time. Mm. And I think that's that. I know that's why. Like, I get so worked up about the dumbest things. Mm-hmm. Like, does the garland on the railing look right? Mm-hmm. Who gives a crap? Who cares? And here's the reality: if any one of the four of you were to come to my house right now, I would consider that a gift and a privilege that you were in my home, and I would be welcoming you into my home. And I would only be doing that with people I think I care about and care about me. Therefore. You don't give a flip about my garland on my railing either. You might not even notice that it's up there. And well, I've stressed over it for hours. And you're like, oh, there was garland on your railing? I didn't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two things. One, I wouldn't even notice you had garland. Two. It's real pretty. Come see it. I'm sure it's the best garland. <laughs> it's ever really been not. It's super not. <laughs> but where does that come from with you? A deep, dark, no, ugly I, place. No, I, know. I, just mean I know. Like, I don't know. Because you're not inherently like that 365. Mm-mm. Probably because, and this is going to sound super like Laura Ingalls, I guess, but like, I think my parents really made Christmas magical and I have so many fond memories of the, Mm. and it wasn't, it wasn't perfect, but there were so many special things and so many, I mean, my mom would tie packages just so, or the Mm. table would be set just so, and she didn't ever do it in a way that made me feel like, do you see, this is how you do it. It was just like, that's how she did it. And it was lovely. And I think there's a part of me that's trying to live up to that or replicate that b- driven by me. This is no, my mom has never mm-hmm. once come into my husband like you didn't iron those linens correctly or your mm-hmm. garland isn't, she didn't even put up garland for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think that's capture where it comes that from. magic. Yeah, somewhere or, or make it 
when I think about what made Christmas special for me, it was not that my mom pressed the napkins on the Christmas table just so. That was the overall vibe was that it was a special occasion and we kind of got dressed up and we, you know, made an effort and all of those things. So I. The to- maybe the totality of yeah, all maybe. Of the things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Carries weight. Yeah. If you let it. Yeah. yeah. True. If I'm you let still it. intrigued. About the garland. Let me show you a picture. I'll have Mark text a picture of the garland. Mark, get on that. <laughs> no. Because, yeah. All right. So you grew up with a perfect Christmas. And so, no, I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. She put so much attention to detail. It was whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And you don't inherently know that she felt pressure. It wasn't like you guys walked yeah. on eggshells around no. her. Mm-mm. So that's why you want it to look nice. But why does it feel a pressure? I don't know. To be I know. Nice? It's weird. That's something it? we want to chew on. Okay. What are some I'll other... Let's start. Let's let's change it up. What are the best parts mm, about Christmas? I got a list. Well, give us one. No, no. I just talked. Someone else can talk. <laughs> Good think, point. I think how how everything just seems to slow down. Like as busy as it is, trying to get things done, trying to get at the same time, I feel like time just slows down. Like we we talk about the glow of the house when we decorate. Um, you know, Bri puts up the decorations, we get twinkle lights everywhere, we get the tree up, and there's just this glow that hits the house, mm-hmm. and we're able to sit, no TV on, and just soak it in, and mm-hmm. time really does just seem to slow down. And it's great, because you're hitting the end of the year, you know, um, every year the years go faster and faster, but for a month and a half, it just it slows down a little bit and and something that we've found is as we get towards christmas um i think our favorite day now is christmas eve um Mm -hmm. and the anticipation for christmas and that that sitting there everything is done the you know presents are under the tree we're waiting for santa um cookies are on the plate and um we're just like that you know our breath is held, and I, I think I think f- it's even longer than Christmas Eve. It's becoming every 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 year. Oh, I get older. Like m- Monday night, <laughs> I was really tired. Like, uh, anyways, but um, Lex and I sat in our living room with just the Christmas tree on, mm-hmm. and the other, you know, the other um, glowy lights. But pretty much every all the other, you know, regular lights in the house off. We just sat there and listen to christmas music for an hour and a half and for me it's become like we we have this thing where christmas morning ah you know and like all day it's christmas and christmas and christmas but for me it's the lead up honestly like from thanksgiving until um you know the day after christmas or so there's this very it is like slowing it down and like that to me was christmas you know mm-hmm. sitting there monday night just listening to christmas carols that's as much a christmas to me now as christmas mm-hmm. day um and and I, it does it does feel like for for us um over the past couple of years there is more of a like a sacred weight or a um you know a different just a very different kind of presence in meaning in these days versus a lot of the other days of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a reflection. There's a, you know, just a kind of, a, kind of a, okay, this is coming to this, this, this ring of the tree, you know, this growth circle is kind of coming to an end. We're going to move on. And in this time, let's take this to, to, to reflect, you know, not just do it New Year's Eve or, or whatever, but um, that's, that's well, one of the things I love about it. 
it's like being aware of a last. We talked about that once before, mm-hmm. where you're sometimes you don't know mm-hmm. that it's the last mm-hmm. time something's you going to happen. You never know when it's the last, right? It's More so, often than not. But you know that the next day is Christmas. Like you said, it's a, just a, a manic day of chaos and, For most and, people, and, right? and excitement and good, like mm-hmm. positive things, even though those words maybe have a negative connotation. But you can pause for long enough to be like okay Mm -hmm. like you said i think i like the way you said our breath is held like we're waiting we know what's coming Mm -hmm. and you don't very often get those moments of i know exactly what tomorrow is going to look like or feel like so let's just hold it off as long as we can and be in this moment and that's kind of cool yeah did you say that you sat there on monday night together and listened to christmas music for an hour and a half Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. wow couple goals that is incredible. Yeah. I that mean, is absolutely, I mean, phenomenal. Like, I can't imagine. <laughs> what music? Sitting for an hour and a half. <laughs> my, my Christmas playlist on Spotify. You just sat there as a couple. Yeah. Gosh, well, that's gorgeous. I mean, I was on the verge of falling asleep here and there. Well, but, sure. He has a couple bruised but, ribs from the... But are it, you awake? It, it, it was like one of those, like, my eyes were very heavy, but... Um, was it cozy heavy? It was a very... Co- it was cozy heavy, yeah. Man, um, that is outstanding. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to let that slip by. <laughs> well, that's good. And a, it's a happy glow. And I think that's another, it's so funny with the good and the bad of Christmas because it is very dichotomous. Oh, sure. You know, because what I say is one of my favorites is that people come home, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and that whether it be kids in college or, you know, s- siblings who moved away, you get to see people that you don't normally see at that time of year. And I think, I think for a lot of people, that's, I mean, some people hate Christmas, right? There's a lot of people that hate Christmas, but I think there is a, and I think it's a larger search over the whole year. I think everything we're doing, we're trying to, we're trying to get home. Um, Everybody's trying to find a home, whether it's a home within, you know, like your social group or what there's, there's this place that we're trying to get to. I feel like consciously or subconsciously, most of, most of the time that we're awake and alive is where is my home? Where do I belong? Where do I fit in? And some people have a really crappy, you know, traditional home. Um, but for me, like I, I do like, I feel like this is a time where overall most people can, can there's, there's something bringing them back to home. Not just physically necessarily, but to a place of, I feel like I belong here. Well, and I think people go out of their way to create that for people that they know or think don't have that. Mm. Think about this time. I mean, think about where I just was for the last Mm -hmm. two hours. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's not necessarily home. I'm providing food, which isn't the same, but... It's a glimpse of of something where you belong or or your your needs are met. So people are more cognizant this time of year Mm -hmm. and or more demonstrative with that awareness in terms of I'm going to do something about it. I Mm -hmm. might be aware in April that people are homeless or people are lacking food but i'm I'm not really called for doing anything about it or i don't feel called at that moment but mm-hmm. this time of year evokes a lot of that for people and to your point i think it maybe is our subconscious thing like i know how it feels to belong and to be home mm-hmm. and i want to make sure that other people feel that too mm-hmm. and i think that's where some of that charitable behavior comes from this time I'm, of year. I'm always amazed at the people who take people in not mm-hmm. you know that that bring them to their family that right. you know and and sometimes it's easy you know, because it's somebody you care, you know you care about. They're just, but sometimes it's like, no, that was that was a that was a stretch. Like the the story that's been going on for how many years? Seven, eight, nine years. The woman who texted the wrong person, or the kid who oh. texted mm-hmm. the wrong yeah. grandmother. Yeah. Oh. 
and it's been going on for how many years now? And she was like, no, it's okay. You can come. And, and they've created this amazing thing. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that, that was a gigantic step of faith to invite yeah. him for the very yeah. first time. You should no idea. Right. What other good things? What are the best things of Christmas? Anybody else? Well, did the, uh, I mean, we had people. Well, the only, the only one we didn't talk about was, was Jeff. And that's a negative. Oh, gift bag anxiety. Uh, uh, homemade pierogies. Anybody? Homemade pierogies? Really? That's, that's a thing for you? Heck yeah, man. Yeah? Saturday. Saturday. I'm going to smell like onions until Tuesday. So uh, but the process the dough is... dough and everything? Yeah. yeah. Dough from mm-hmm. scratch. Mm-hmm. Mash the potatoes. Saute the onions. I was going to say, what, what kind of pierogies are you, are you doing? It's potato and onion filling. Mm-hmm. Way too much butter. But that's the best part. Um, is, that, is that possible? <laughs> too much no, probably not. No. Not, no, probably not. Um, but for us, the process of doing it is even more fun sure. than, than, you know, everybody has a job. Everybody has, you know. So a, it's a communal a thing. Of, it's not yeah. like you make the pierogies. Nope. Yeah. Nope. That's cool. My mom's been doing it for years and we've joined in the past several. Last year, they were staying with us. So um, we had pierogi making at our house, which mm. was a first, which was which was very fun. So this Your year. Your parents stayed with you last year. Yeah, they were living with us uh, while their house mm. was being That's what constructed. I think you mentioned, yeah, you mentioned that. Um, so this year it'll be their first pierogi party at their house. So mm. we're, I don't know, we're excited. It's just, it's fun and it's goofy and um, it's not a pierogi party until there's flour everywhere. <laughs> and the girls start it by just, they put their hands in the flour and come up and put it all over your face. Okay, flour faces, now we're good. So <laughs> it's fun. And it's fun to look back on the pictures over the years. Oh, um, yeah. Of all of us. And we use like my grandmother's rolling pin to roll out the, so it's, I don't know. And for me, I think that's one of that's a great example of one of the things I like about Christmas. Not inherently traditions, but consistency. Mm-hmm. Like you know mm-hmm. what? No matter what, Christmas is coming, <laughs> and it's just, you know, and it's the biggest to me of the holidays. And it's just, and it ends the year for the most part. And it's just no matter what, it could be a good Christmas or a bad Christmas, but it's coming. And, w- and there's so many variables in life now, mm. and you know that okay, it's coming. And like, well, and it's yeah. important for the traditions like that, yeah, because we don't have that i think for a lot of people it's christmas cookies Mm -hmm. which i would list as both a joy of christmas and i would also uh contribute or assign it to a low-key negative cookies for you christmas cookies well not just because i'm gluten-free and all that stuff but Uh like i was never christmas cookies it's like you know somebody bring you a platter of cookies you're like i think i'll eat because <laughs> some of them are like, yeah. <laughs> right? What are these? I yeah. like nuts, but not on this cook kind of cookie. Not like, in that shape. Do that. Not yeah. Whatever. Were we talking once before about things you only eat at Christmas time or certain times of the year? Like we only so Christmas Eve dinner includes mushroom soup, and mm. we I like it. It's mm. a it's a delicious soup. Mm. I've never made it. You're not having any, June mushroom soup. Well, I mean, I wouldn't have soup in June anyway. Let's be honest. But I wouldn't have it in like. February, mm-hmm. but I've made Thanksgiving dinners. I've done, gotten like, you know, a turkey breast and done like a low key version of Thanksgiving in February or something like that on right. a cold day. But we were talking about that recently. Like, you never make that soup. And my mom very rarely, if ever, makes nut rolls and apricot rolls any other what time. What about of pierogies? We don't generally make them any other time of year. Mm-hmm. We will make a lot and freeze them and eat them throughout sure, the year, sure. but we don't do the whole right. dough stuffing, pinching, all of that. It's well, just funny. Spoiler spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. Next week, Ashley Cesarano will be joining us oh, as okay. the She's president. She's the foodie, yes. She yeah. is the Pittsburgh yeah. Foodies director or whatever you want to call it, president. Um, but to dip our toes into those waters, do you guys have any food like that that you only eat at Christmas time? Well, I was just talking to Lex. I, I, I want to make almond brittle. Um, I, almond brittle is one of those things where like, 
Uh, and I haven't done it year after year after year, but it like I wouldn't think about. I wouldn't even. It wouldn't even be in my consciousness in like June. But let me make almond brittle, right? No. So um, or February too. Mm-hmm. That's a point. I mean that that's one that just jumped off. off so you're day. thinking of starting one, but you haven't. Um, what what else did we talk about? Oh, uh, we didn't talk we about got, it, but there's the Christmas tree cookies. Um, oh yeah, the, yeah, monkey bread. There's oh, monkey, monkey bread. bread. Yeah, we yeah, I tried it for that. Easter one time. I made like a lemon monkey bread. Two thumbs down. Actually, <laughs> however many, eight thumbs down. Two everybody in, thumbs down. Everybody in our house was like, poo poo. <laughs> oh, Don't yeah. do that again. Yeah. Instead of throwing poo on each other like monkeys, you just threw the monkey bread. We did. We did. <laughs> <laughs> lemon. Yeah. I mean, um, it was. It looked good in theory, and it sounded good in theory, but it was. How I think, does that jive with the cinnamon? Because monkey bread, like it we, doesn't. It's not. It's a lemon and blueberry and like a sugary uh, glaze kind of thing. There's no cinnamon. Oh, there's it's, a lot going okay. on there. It's a. To- it, oh, but it's okay. the it's same concept, kind of, like the same pull like, apart. Um, yeah. Okay. okay Lem- do you make your monkey bread with grains, or do you get the the dough, like the little? Or do you make dough from scratch? Hey, whatever, oh, whatever, whatever Aldi's got. No. <laughs> yeah. no. No, like, yeah, Aldi buttermilk biscuits yeah. and, mm-hmm. yep, just cut them up, put them in. Um, we eat this a little bit more throughout the year, but uh, um, the my mom makes an egg bake. It's mm-hmm. like an egg quiche. Oh, um, huh, so good. Um, so we we have I, I would say what two three maybe four times a year, but definitely Christmas morning. Yeah, um, you know that's that's one of the traditions that we've we've started. Um, the general over, makes a chapino. What's that? Uh, it's, it's like a bouillabaisse. Yeah, it's like, like a, a, a seafoody stew stew. Co- and that's a Christmas base, Eve. Yeah, tomato basey. Yeah, tomato mm-hmm. brothy. Meh. Like yeah, uh, but not yeah like like stewed tomatoes. Like not a like Christmas Eve yes. soup. Yeah, it's right. a, yeah it's like a it's a vegetable or a seafood broth. Uh, like a shrimp broth, yeah, with so that, tomatoes in it. That's not a it's Christmas. Also a restaurant. Christmas not, a, Eve. not a Christmas morning. <laughs> no, <laughs> wake up at eight o'clock. Shooters, <laughs> shooters of Chapino, six a.m. I'm dadgum tea it. That boy would put some vodka in there, and make it into like a, a, a Chapino Mary in the morning. Chapino Mary, Chapino bloody, a bloody Chapino. Nope, he's taking notes. He is. Well, do you know where he is right now? The general. Um, I feel like I do, but we I do want to give a shout out. Ireland. Yep. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Mike P said, "Look, since Mike I don't, P. you know, he's like, I just my friends went, and you know what? I don't have, you know, I just well, you guys want to go to Ireland, and they're like with really? his parents, and he said, yeah, to his parents, <laughs> and he said I found tickets for like less than five hundred bucks, and they're like, sure. So they left this morning, and they were at an Irish bar. Well, not this afternoon. For them, it was in the evening, yeah. singing "Brown Eyed Girl." <laughs> That's fun, and it's so weird because like their flight was at five p.m. yesterday. She texted me at like two in the morning and said, "Well, it's eight a.m. and we each got two hours sleep." Mm. And, and I was like, "You can get to Ireland and be in a bar in less than twenty-four hours." Yeah. I mean, it's kind of crazy. That's some that's some hardcore flight math. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and time change. Yeah, all of the so events. I think one of the Five greatest hours. things of Christmas, and again, we get it the all the you know faith-based stuff and all that. When you give a gift and you get greater mm. the reception than you had hoped for, mm. when you yeah. just nail it, yeah. like that is such gold. Uh, that is that to me is one of the best parts of Christmas when you do that. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it be a child who open, you know, flips out, or you know, spouse or whoever, when mm-hmm. they truly appreciate it, I think that's one of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. Conversely. <laughs> 
<laughs> Thanks you, for the socks. When you, well, but even worse, when you receive, I've a reached the gift. level of adulting where socks are creepy. Yeah, I was just gonna yeah. say, you're like, wait, yeah. are they fuzzy? Yeah. Oh, oh my fuzzy gosh, socks. did they have grippies on the bottom so they don't slip and fall, <laughs> break a hip? Yeah, because you like reach for the the railing, but you grab garland instead, and now you're gonna sprain oh, your wrist and mess up the bow. This oh, is why I hate the- it all. <laughs> <laughs> but when you receive a gift. And it, you're it just, just like doesn't work for you, bro. You swung, you swung and missed, yeah. and and then it, there's so many levels of bad. Because like, if it's from Rachel, she knows in me. I can't pretend. Like, and I've gotten so much better as my emotional needs have been met. I don't assign it to anything. Now it's just like, oh no, you missed this. This wasn't what I wanted. But or no, you what missed. It's, you just missed. You tried. <laughs> you know, at least you tried. Cake into the garbage. <laughs> But sometimes it's people. In your new garbage can. Yeah, in my new garbage can. But sometimes it's people that like you can, and you're just like, oh hey, and you just feel like such a fraud inside. Oh, it's so awkward. <laughs> yeah. And you have to make the decision. Like, are you going to pretend? Yeah. Or are you just going to be like, uh, I, I don't know. I, I that part of it. I have to. I, that's why Honestly. I don't like opening gifts in front of people. <laughs> oh, I do not like it. <laughs> your kids give you your gifts. You're like, all right, I'm going to see. I'll be in the bedroom. <laughs> if Everybody that, close your eyes until I count to 30. <laughs> if that happens for me, I go to the, like, kind of like the widow's might principle. Like, what mm. was your, now if somebody's just mailing it in and like, I just, I just, I just watched the office the other day where Creed gets Jim like an old shirt, you know? <laughs> And Jim's like, well, Creed went, he forgot that we were doing this and went mm-hmm. to Goodwill and or pulled this out of his closet. If I know somebody's done that as a gift, like I have a lot less um, Want uh, to be pretending. Nice. Uh, <laughs> but like, no, if somebody, if somebody gives me something, I still want to look at the, the, the motive of their heart. You know, I do kind of want to look at it like the widows might. Well, that's the, look. that's the idea. That is the idea. And I, 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 and I feel like I can, I can do that even if. I don't like the gift, but I like, I don't feel like I've gotten a lot of misses recently. Like, yeah. I don't know. Well, see, but that you just framed it because I've gotten a couple of things where I'm like, mm, I don't know that I love this, but I understand the rationale mm-hmm. behind mm-hmm. the person giving it to me. And I understand why they thought that I would like it. And mm-hmm. I might like it, but maybe not as a gift. That's not, it's well, like, I, I love, I love trash bags, but I don't want the gift. <laughs> you know, like so. There's a diff, but there's mm-hmm. a difference between somebody being thoughtful mm-hmm. in picking that and saying, like, "Oh, I noticed that you, I noticed you wear glasses. I'm going to get you a lens cleaner." You're like, "I don't want a lens cleaner as a gift." Right. But I don't yeah, know. my aunt mm-hmm. when my aunt Donna was alive, towards the later part of her um, her life, she didn't have a ton of money, and. W- we would get. She I would get gifts. Wrap up her cat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would get. I would get gifts. Um, that there was some kind of this, like, there was mm-hmm. some kind of nostalgic aspect to them. Like maybe it was something that she found because, um, you know, she lived in my grandfather's old house and oh. uh, the house she grew up in. And like I was always over. He was always watching me um, as a, when I was a kid. And uh, so like there were some things that were like. Um, it was it was very much the desire of her heart was was really good and but I looked at it I was like huh. you know like I, I'm gonna what throw this I'm gonna this? throw this in the back of a closet I appreciate the sentiment um, you know so but I still tried to look at her well and, that's you know. with a lot of things I think you mentioned earlier we're a com- consumer driven society so leave the th- leave the thing keep the memory leave the yeah. thing like I don't need this cup 
to remember right. the, the look on my girls' faces when they got it for me and they were so proud of themselves and they saved their money and they mm-hmm. chose the color together and they made, you know, whatever. I don't need the thing. I need the mm-hmm. memory. So mm-hmm. for, yeah. you know, like, right. thank you, Aunt Donna. Right. This is the memory of that sat on my grandfather's desk, da 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 but I don't right. want and, it. And until you gave this to me, I forgot all about that memory. Right. So thank you for giving that to me, even mm-hmm. though I don't need the physical object. I have the memory. Yeah. Hmm. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Any Word. others on your list? Um, I got all negatives. No, I. Well, it's funny because I started thinking of a list, and then all that came back to me was the whole umbrella is just, it's the traditions. It's it's my grandmother's ceramic angels and what they mean to me. It's a book that my sister and I have within the past couple of well handful of years started swapping back and forth. That this year turned forty. My mm. parent, my mom, got it for us when when we were little, and we started writing in the cover of it. So it goes back and forth from my house to her house. And we write a memory of that year. So this, I just, my parents were with my sister today and I sent it back to Cleveland with my mom to give to my sister. And it's her year to write a note in, and then it'll come back to me to, for the next year. So, but those are all, to me, those are traditions. It's not the thing. It's the, the tradition behind it. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think as parents, like I think of traditions, I think of nostalgia. I yeah. think of, the decorations. I think of the lights on our tree that, you know, the lights we had out. It's like that. And as my mom passed away this year, like we had different decorations and stuff that different people wanted. Like, is there anything in my house that my kids are going to be like, I always oh, remember. Yeah. Jen and I talked about that. Yeah. And you do have those things? Because I don't know that we do. I don't know. That there's no, no, they don't make decorations like they used to either. Mm-hmm. Like we have Halloween decorations. And I think we do have some, no, it's Easter. We had these Easter toys that were like my mom's as a child. And you'd wind them up and they have little duck feet and they're yeah. metal and, you know, filled with lead paint. And Do you remember the, or do any of you still have, those plastic things you used to put, like I know my grandmother used to put them in her window and they were like a plastic pumpkin face or it, it, they were, but they were um, like, I don't know how else to explain. They were like rough, like almost like the texture of those, um, like an out. Um, like an outdoor, not AstroTurf per se, but you know those old, oh, yeah, green, yeah, yeah. you know the green yep. doormats yep. that had like a little fake daisy in the corner? Do you know yeah. what I'm talking about? It was like yep. that kind of texture. Yeah. Like they plasticky. Were, yeah, like, and like, it was like a pumpkin mm-hmm. face or a Santa. We used to have a Santa one and a Rudolph one, I think. Mm-hmm. And then there was a wicker boot and a wicker... Gosh, my poor my sister. I wish she was listening and could tell me there was a wicker boot and a wicker. She would be screaming at like. <laughs> yeah, and something else, and and we would like fight over them every year, and we would swap like mm. who got which one in their bedroom. Mm-hmm. But like they, to your point, they don't make. I don't right. know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think those so. plastic. I, there's a house in Lawrenceville that I drive by work, and they have them in their windows, like these plastic. Sand- yeah. I'm like, I know exactly what that feels like. <laughs> yeah. I can, like that texture. Yeah, I know exactly. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. it, it's like those like the bead things. I don't know. Did Abby ever make those beads mm-hmm. and you like put them on wax paper and then you? It's not like a shrinky dink, but you. Right. It's like that, but it's rough. Yeah. I was just gonna go to shrinky dinks. Oh, my sister got them for my kids, and they, they were like, "What are these?" And she had more fun. I'm like, "Did you get those for yourself?" <laughs> She's like, "No, they're for the girls." I'm like, mm-hmm. "Well, they're in their rooms on their phones." Yeah. Yeah. Does this come in an app? Right, exactly. They're an app for the app. What about when you get a gift that and you didn't get one, give one to somebody else? Oh, I hate that feeling. When mm-hmm. you get a gift and you didn't get one to somebody else. Like, I give you a gift and you didn't get one for me. I do not in any way, shape, or form seeing this being a problem for you. It's not. <laughs> Again, it comes back to the chance, oh, you want to give me a gift? Great. I right. appreciate that. Well, yes. But see, then there. this is the, the comparison and like the keeping up with the Joneses and the... The, the scorekeeping that happens during Christmas time, which mm-hmm. is a horrible mm-hmm. thing to admit out loud, but it, 
and you've, I don't know. I, I don't like that feeling. No. Like, I usually either. have, like, two or three I things, like, kind of tucked away. But then it's, like, not out, possible. Right. Like, if you came right. to my house, I'd be like, oh, Lexi came and brought me a bottle of wine. Oh, look, here's a Bath and Body Works soap that I didn't, <laughs> like, I just happen to think that you like plumeria. Here's here a nine pack of toilet I know. paper. Uh, I just here's an open can of oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah. It, well, it's a weird. It, and, I, and, I, and there's different reasons why it bothers us. Because it could be, oh, you think you're better than me, so you bought me a gift. Or in my case, it's, oh, crap. I mean more to them than they do to me. And it's apparent. Like, right. that's awkward. You know, like, oh, wow. And and just, there's there's different layers to it, which is why we talk about these things mm. at the table. Go ahead. No, for me, it's being perceived as not being thoughtful. Right. I don't want somebody like, mm. Amy didn't even think to mm-hmm. get me a gift. Right. right. And Conversely, for me, like, I want oh, crap, to give the gift They to- now know that I don't think about them. Mm-hmm. Like, that's yeah. just. Um, oh, that gives me, I'm like. And for, <laughs> so uncomfortable. Well, we've we've touched on this, but it was funny. Rachel, Rachel, and I were talking about this, and it's part of why my mother only lasted to ninety one and what didn't live to one hundred and one, and that is the stress over the equal for your children the equal number of gifts, yep. the equal dollar amount yep. of the gifts, yep. and there was a third point. I forget what it was. The significance of the gifts. I don't know. Well, mm. for me, it's the. Who provided the gifts? And that's all I'm going to say on that subject. Mm, and significance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but all three of the, I mean, just equal number. I mean, my mother with her five kids, Yeah, it had to be the same dollar amount and the same number of gifts. Yeah. And it nearly killed her every year. That's a mm. lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. It's funny because we don't, we have that pressure. Rachel certainly, well, maybe that's the whole point. Rachel carries that burden more than I do. Mm. Um, but it, I think, well, and you know, you've had, you have five kids that were all spread out, but or, uh, growing up, but. I've, I mean, Abby and Alyssa are five years apart, so it's hard yeah. to figure out what a 14-year-old mm-hmm. can get versus a nine-year-old mm-hmm. and try to – I've never done the same. I, I tr- it, there's a balance. In it's easier number. to do dollar amount than number of. Well, well, but even sometimes – and then I'll look and I'll be like, wow, there's like one thing for Abby yeah. and there's yeah. six things for Alyssa because Abby wanted – a phone and mm-hmm. Alyssa wanted like shrinky dinks and a coloring book. Or, you know what <laughs> right. I mean? It's like, huh, like, and, uh, but once no. they're cognizant of dollar amounts, that's when you're screwed. But you know, what's funny. They don't notice the first thing that they do when they come down the steps after we torture them and not let them come down the steps for a very long time. Like seven thirty. No, <laughs> there's, they sleep in there. That's they're, true. Well, you get to that age too. <laughs> they're weird. Well, they've all, not always, but they, anyway, they, so they sit at the top, because my parents said it to me and mm-hmm. Jen, and they sit at the top of the stairs, and Mark and I stand at the bottom of their cup of coffee, I'm like, how are you doing up there? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Do you like the garland? Are you admiring the garland while you're sitting at the top of the steps? But they come down, and the first <laughs> thing they want to do is they want Mark and I to open our stockings. Aww. The first thing that they want to do every They year. want you and Mark to, to open, open your stockings, stockings. not their, theirs, like they mm-hmm. don't. Wow. And then they, do, I don't think that, and they may prove me wrong, but I don't think that they are paying that much attention to each other's yeah. stuff to notice. Like, it's not like they, and I also, Santa and I do not wrap things. Um, my sisters, all of my sisters' things are wrapped in the same exact paper. Like Abby's is all like blue with mm-hmm. mer- or mermaids and Alyssa's has penguins or whatever. Santa and I just, they, mm. whatever gets wrapped gets yeah. wrapped and mm-hmm. however and however so it's not even like they go wow there's six piles of red paper and right. three right so I don't think that they yeah. super pay attention no, no, no. Yeah. it yeah. doesn't feel like let me put it that way it doesn't feel like it we've always been really like transparent with the kids like especially with that age gap because ours are five mm-hmm. apart and you know hey okay Ethan got this larger gift this year and so that's why he has one 
and hey bud you're you've, you've got this but abby's got all these smaller gifts and and I think the the joy of getting like like because we got him a gaming computer one mm. year, and so he yeah, was just it, like <sighs> exactly he nothing so he tuned he did out after not even yeah. care you yeah. could have gotten him ten other things and he wouldn't right. have even paid any attention to yeah. Him. yeah well so. I will say now in our stage of life it's crazy you know I've said that there is no book on how to parent adult children you know I have two the extremely Bible. extremely <laughs> poor <laughs> college students Ever as children heard of it <laughs> who are like you know, like Bella was like DoorDash gift cards like that's all she wants <laughs> meanwhile she's got yeah. like never mind but yeah and so it's like well okay that's really what they want and anything else is kind of mm-hmm. not what they need but you can't you know i'm not giving my kids doordash gift cards <laughs> i might give them a doordash right. gift card but that's not gonna be your whole christmas gift but that's what they want see now my exactly mother, but my mother-in-law used to do that a lot was but i want something for you to open because the joy oh for- i can do that i give them a stuffed animal that cost a dollar and put a DoorDash gift card on it. <laughs> the joy for her was watching us open something and mm. don't like we would, you know, we got to a point where we were like, um, you know what we would love? We would love some Home Depot gift cards because we have a couple big house projects we want to work on and we would love to know that you helped us with that because there was a time when my father-in-law would do that kind of work because he was a plumber by trade and he has great expertise and great skill and that day has come and gone. Mm. But there was a time not that long ago that I'd say, you know what? I'd love to know that like your mom and dad helped make this happen and we enjoy this versus like, I don't need a, yeah, I don't need a canister set for sugar, coffee and <laughs> flour. I don't need that. I don't know. And that's, that's another ne- negative is when you know that somebody has given you a gift because it's in their own selfish interest to get, it's, it's not about you or the gift. It's oh, about sure. them. Like, Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like, all right, I knocked that one off for my, like, um, or they just completely disregard. When Mark and I got married, we had had to because that's what you did back then. We had to create a registry, mm-hmm. and I registered for things. And people went to the store and they added things to our registry, and <gasps> purchased things, and they were and the the um, sales consultant was like, "Well, that's not on their registry." It's like, "Yeah, I know that's okay." So I got random things that I was like, "I don't, I I, I don't want this." I almost appreciate the thought, but I don't. <laughs> well, also it was like not the pattern of sure i was like i don't need a gravy boat that's another whole yeah but yeah so but the point is that the the idea behind gift giving should be thoughtfulness of the person i'm buying for what is it that they want or need what will they not get for themselves what is it that they you've to your point i've watched you through the you've been really commenting about you always compliment someone's nails so you must really enjoy Mm-hmm. You must want a manicure, right? So go. Let me get you mm-hmm. a gift card to a manicure because you'll never do that for yourself. Mm-hmm. That's the kind. I don't know. But just, just like, to say, I like, think, I want you to open something is like in so much of our normal, regular society nowadays. Just be genuine. Like, I think if we're like talking be, about gifts, be what genuine, mm-hmm. Brian. Genuine. <laughs> You're so weird. There are two things that I just want to know. We're at an hour and five. That I want to say just because I'd be remiss if I didn't. One. When you don't have enough money to get the gifts that you want to give, mm-hmm. like I don't care who you are, whether mm-hmm. you're a parent, a husband, a spouse, or whatever, yeah. that's gross. Yeah. That's horrible, mm-hmm. and and it's the worst. The yeah. other would be when every, like I said earlier, when people come home, boy, that's great. When other people are home or are done, but you're still working, 
Mm. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. it's like being yeah. the only retail, sober person in a room full or, of drunk people. Sure. Or whether it's teaching, you know, that you're, you have to go in like, because Rachel works until Friday. Yeah. Joe and Bella are done this mm. Friday. Mm. And yet everybody, you know, and Chris is like, oh, I'm off Wednesday. And so for those mm-hmm. people, when Christmas mm. comes, only at Christmas. Right. That's got to be tough, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a good thought. Yeah. All right. Well, that is it for episode 224. So please make sure to give us a like or follow on social media and visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com. While there, take our relational needs questionnaire. Thanks for joining us at the table for Lunchtime in Rome. Bye. See ya. Merry, Merry. Bye. My new thing is dancing with deer. Ah! Ah! Go away! Go away! Scott! With Abby has her little dagger knife and uh, came back and thank God they were still there and alive. Abby's friend goes, he's dead. (laughs) Bet your booby it is.